Hello, I'm Laura Furiosi, divorced mother of three, and I'm here with my mother, Lynette Galvin, with 35 years' experience in family law. You're listening to the Divorce Course Podcast. Through our candid discussions, we hope to help you through your divorce or de facto separation. We will be answering the most commonly asked questions and covering the stages and steps that you will face on your way to freedom. Has someone suggested mediation to you? Are you wondering whether you're going to be going to a mediation? Or are you just wondering what the next step in your divorce might be? Well, this episode is going to be for anybody who is facing mediation or hasn't learned about mediation yet because it is a big word in the divorce world. Welcome, Mum. It is. Hello, Laura. Hello, everyone. Now, just before we start, it's important to note that mediation is also called conciliation conferences, family dispute resolution. Yes. Are there any other names? Um, No, not really. It's it's a conference. Sometimes it's a, a child inclusive conference it's called sometimes okay. it's it's yes so if you hear the word conference or if you hear the word mediation mm-hmm. in the courts in the family court system it's, it's probably the same thing right under a different guys but this will apply i guess to everything mm. Mm. and mediation can occur even if you aren't in the court system at all is that that's correct? right yeah. Yeah. yeah so if you're listening and you're already in the court system but you haven't done mediation this you can still listen to this episode and if you like right at the beginning you just listen to the episode we did last week and you're still going, oh my goodness, I've got so many questions. This is something that you need to know about and and actively have in the back of your head as an option that you may be facing. And mum, how likely is it for anybody going through a de facto separation or a divorce to face mediation? How likely is it? Very likely. I think unless you walk out of your relationship already having sorted out your property, mediation is going to pop up as a suggestion Probably in the very first uh, letter from your ex or okay. the very first time you talk to someone about it because mm. there's a huge emphasis on mediation okay. and it's great. Now, I'm not going to be smart here at all, but mediation <laughs> does sound like meditation. Is there any Latin reason or anything like that you know behind it? Hey. <laughs> You're always bringing up Latin words. So is it why is it called mediation? Well, me- well medium as in between. Oh. Medium, medi- meditation. I don't, I don't know how meditation gets in between. Maybe it's in between states, but yes. So basically mediation is where two people with different points of view sit down to resolve a dispute mm-hmm. with the help of a mediator who is the person in the middle, or as I like to call them, the referee. Right, okay. <laughs> so so you're saying it's pretty likely people will end up in mediation oh, yes. if they can't agree themselves and get consent orders and move on with... Yep. It'll either be before the very first letter you get from the other side will probably suggest mediation or your lawyer will suggest if you've got one. And if if you manage somehow to get into the court system without having been to mediation, well, the first time you go to court, they're probably going to send you off to mediation. Now, I want to ask this question because I know we've had some people that you've spoken to in our course. You've had, you know, their calls for our members. And one poor lady had just found out her ex had split. Yes. And then... To, to like a week later, was no, they were trying to get mediation. I think the separation was Saturday and railroaded into mediation by Thursday. So what do you what, what do you say to those people who were like, hey, expect mediation, but what what about the timing? Okay, well, put the brakes on. I think yeah. a little bit because especially if you're in shock, mm. um, that early, early like few days, you haven't had time to even consider your position. Mm. What mediation is not is not about getting back together again. Yeah. 
so you need to think, okay, this is like going into a business deal and four days is not enough time to prepare or consider your position at all, Okay, even on kids. So can you say your ex goes, surprise, I've got another life, I've got another wife, yes. I've got other children, I want a mediation, I want our property sorted and I've booked us a mediation for next week. Like how do you say to the mediator when they ring you to to get you to come along, I, I need some more time? Yep. I think that sounds right. Okay. Yep. And and I think it's important to be very clear that you're not not against mediation. Right. Because if you're against mediation, then the other person might go straight to court. You you say, I, I'm I'm really keen to have mediation, but I need more time. I need more time to get some advice, collate my evidence, you know, just or I'm too emotionally distraught. And can you give me another month or three weeks or whatever? Mediation before court mm. is very much in your control. You know, you you probably have to go, <laughs> but uh, you should go. But you can uh, manage the timing. Right. And it's got to be fair. And the prospects of success are better if both people are ready. Mm. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the readiness that people okay. need to do later. But when it comes to that timing, so you mm. go, no, I need some more time maybe. Mm. What What about are you allowed to say no, I don't want to go to mediation if it's outside of the court? Yeah, you can. But yeah, have good reasons to okay. not go. And Some, what's the repercussions of that? Well, if it's about children mm -hmm. and you decline mediation. So let's talk about they want to go to mediation to what to decide who goes when when the, the kids, kids go, go to dads and mums or yes. mums and mums or dads and dads. Yeah. Yes. So that that kind of mediation. Yep. Yeah. If but you that, say no, I don't want to go. Yes. Well, then uh, they may the other party may go to court and they get a certificate from the mediator saying that you won't uh, you know you won't negotiate. Right. So I've issued this certificate. And that's like the golden ticket, the 60i mm. certificate, section 60 certificate. And once your ex has that, they can go to court without any further attempts at mediation. So I don't think you should say no to mediation. Mm -hmm. This is like legal education this is really education, only. education, not advice. But yet. I wouldn't recommend you say no to mediation but you can legitimately ask for it to be a bit later on if you've got reasons. And one of the reasons could be you're still in shock. Yeah. So putting on the brakes yeah. if it's too soon. Yeah. Because and we've done many episodes on disclosure and we and we talk about disclosure and prep for mediation in yes. the course. But you need some time to do all the numbers and the figures if it's for property yeah. and have a think about what it is that you actually want yes. in mediation. And get some advice maybe. Yeah. You know, and so a very early, like just after separation mm. is is You've got a lot going on. Yeah. You know, you probably don't know where you're sleeping the next well, week. Well, you'd be listening to the episode we just did <laughs> yes. and trying to figure out who's getting the car, who's going yes. to take Johnny to swimming yep. this week and who, what about, where are you going to sleep. <laughs> yeah, what about that concert, yeah. um, all of that. Who's paying the mortgage this mm, month? Mm. So it's very, it's it's hard and but, you need to be ready for it because mediation is quite hard. Mm. It sounds like a soft thing mm. uh, but it's actually a, a hard thing to do but yes and and the positive side of that is because uh when we did our first episode on mediation i think mm. it's number we've done one episode 58 i think ep Gosh. and episode 86 was yep. about what happens after mediation and episode 99 is mediating with a narcissist if anybody wants to listen to those but back in the beginning when we were doing this two years ago mediation was a little bit soft it was. It was a little bit but, soft. But the courts changed yes. a so little. In, in September 2021, mm -hmm. they brought in some new core principles, some new 
uh, shall we say, the central practice direction. And there is a massive focus now Mm -hmm. in the courts on mediation and on mediation before anyone goes to court so so that um, they can't force you to go when you're not in the court system. You can't be ordered to. But if you get into the court system and you haven't been to mediation, then they will normally order you to mediation. And and this very heavy focus up front mm. um, is working, I think, in the court to make the, the lists and delays a lot slower, mm. uh, a lot less, sorry, for people so they don't have to wait as long for trial. Yeah. But, yes, yeah, so it's, it's, um, it's something you've got to – you're going to face it, I think, one way or another. You're going to be given the option or requested to attend or ordered to attend mediation. So it's really important to prepare. Or you're asking them to attend. So yes. I guess it's a, it's a bit of both. And yeah. if you're interested in that process, we do talk about pre-action procedures and all of that kind mm. of stuff. So you can look at, you could you could do our course that will be <laughs> opening soon or, or doing your prep work for that. But, but mediation really is, it's like your one chance before you have to go to court, like a yes. trial. Uh, I just think I'm laughing because you're always picking me up for using uh, the terms from the court without explaining. Ah. And you just said oh, no. pre-action procedures. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it sounds like, I don't know. It sounds like there you go. before I pick up that coffee, what do I have to do? I have to wash my hands. No, so Pre-action procedures, I'll mm. explain for Laura. Thanks, Mum. <laughs> so a pre-action, the action is obviously someone filing in court. Mm-hmm. The pre-action obviously is what you do before you would file in court or even instead of filing in court because mm-hmm. we hope the mediation means you don't have to go to court. That's right. And procedures are obviously just steps, steps. you've got to take. Yeah. yeah. And so, we have a whole episode on that if you'd like to listen. Yes. And we also talk you through it in the course. We do. Yes. We do because this is a, a big change. Mm-hmm. Um, in the way things are going, and it seems to be working. So, so, but what it means is, Laura, you do a lot of your the heavy lifting, so to speak, a lot of the detailed working out uh, right at the beginning of your case, mm-hmm. right after separation, instead of sort of someone just filing a document, putting a document into the court, and saying, "Here, judge, can you sort our dispute out?" Because we can't. Mm-hmm. The court's really saying. You haven't tried. It's like sending the kids back to do their room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that room's not clean until I say it's clean. Yeah, back go back. You go. go yes. back again. Yeah. So so um so mediation basically when it comes down to it, you said it's that medium. So there's someone who's in the middle, being the ref, trying to yes. help people figure out whether it's who gets what in property or where um, the kids where go, the kids go, or who pays for school. And so the prep work you kind of need to do for that, mum is mm. what gathering it's, all your information and having it all on paper yes yes and, and there's a lot um of of work to do we do talk you through and i think we've got some templates in the course mm. but there's a lot you have to do stuff that you used to do at the end of your case just before you had your final trial mm. uh, the courts are getting us to do early on and i think it's very useful but it's pretty intense mm. but if you want your mediation to work the best thing you can do is be properly prepared yeah we had one of our members mm-hmm. who's finally finished and settled she wrote in and she did all her paperwork all the working out had it all ready to go diligently and had a and was very upset and sad and stressed, but we w- helped her through it. And then she's she's finished. She's her, free. her mediation is over and she's free. No court going on from that, just done. So, you know, there are people that go to mediation and get settled and it's yes. over. And, and um, there was a lady, wasn't there, that uh, girl that wrote in 
and said her lawyer said she'd saved five thousand mm-hmm. dollars by doing her preparation yeah. Yeah. <laughs> herself. So and and I think sometimes when if you are going to do some of the work yourself for mediation, you're more invested in it. You're more interested in it and you're more across it because you know what you're looking for. You know, you know, what to do. And, and why. And why, and why you're looking at As opposed at that to percentage. a lawyer who as, just looks at a lot of paperwork and goes, oh, yeah, yeah. roughly this, roughly that. But, but yes, and two, I think if a lawyer tells you, oh, you'll probably get 55%, mm. it doesn't really, there's no uh, veracity to that. There's no investment by you. You don't know that. why. You don't know why yeah. and why not 60% or yeah. But if you work it out yourself and remembering, mm. it's always a range in our course. We always say like uh, it's, and, you know, it, this is legal education, but if you go through the checklist for property sort of thing, you'll come out at a rough idea, mm. but it depends on which judge you might have got on the day. That's right. And you've also got to factor in your legal fees. So a lot of people settle at mediation to avoid the uncertainty, the delay, um, and the expense mm. of going through to trial. So that doesn't mean you sell your soul and, and, and take a lot less everything. than you should. But yeah. but it is to some extent a commercial decision. Mm. You know, if your ex-partner wants 30000 more than you think it should be, then you will have had a letter if you've got a lawyer or you have a rough idea of how much it's going to cost to go to court and you think, oh, oh, again, yeah. that, that my ex is winning again but still – if I give this 30000 then it's done, it's, then it's over. over. Yeah. 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 So let's talk about and, and look, there is an episode on what happens after mediation if you do come to an agreement mm-hmm. and we do talk you through in the course what to do with, with your agreement to, to make it official. But let's talk about the fact that I'm thinking about our, our person who's sitting on the couch. They're probably separated under one roof. They're yeah. stressed as heck. And the last thing they want to do is go to a mediation or an FDR or a conciliation conference or a mm. inclusive children something. Do you have to sit in the room with them? No. Okay. Almost never. Even people who aren't arguing, oh, okay. who, who are reasonably relaxed. Like in the old days, remember we used to do mediation, you did mediation at school. I did. And you would put the people around a table mm. and then your mediator really was sitting in the middle of them and it was a very hard thing. Mm. And then there were a lot of times where it wasn't suitable with mm. violence or or you know, just anger at between the exes. Um, and, and sometimes the, the mediator would say, oh, I'm not mediating that. Well, now it's more often than not. Firstly, it's often on Zoom or Teams. Okay. Secondly, uh, there are always breakout rooms. So some, if you go to a venue for it, they, there'll be a room for you and a room for your ex and the they call it shuttle mediation, okay. and the mediator moves between the rooms. Okay. So there's a real move away from being forced to sit in the room mm. uh, with your ex. But but you can if if you're cool with it. Yeah, I think I. Think but if you're not, I'm a bit old fashioned. But yeah. if everything, if you've got two people who genuinely want to settle things, but just see the world differently. Yes. And of course they are do because they're separating. I've seen some magic happen when everyone sits around the table. They understand where you're coming from. You're not just trying to be, you know, mm. awful. And it can, and the mediation can resolve. But yeah, most of your mediators now will have the people in a separate room or both of you by Teams or by Zoom. If you're really worried, particularly like I think a lot of post-separation abuse can happen even though they're in another room, even though the message is coming from the mediator because Mm. they may say something to the mediator who comes in and says it to you not knowing that this is a trigger for you. Yeah. Uh, So 
you can ask if you can take a support person mm-hmm. and usually that's okay. You talk on the other side. If you're on Teams, you you have to let the mediator know who's in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And just and prepare the, yourself. So we're mediating with the narcissist one episode, we've got some great tips in there on things you can say to the mediator in advance or what you can do to prepare yourself. Mm. But I think it's important if anyone's listening to know that mediation isn't about sitting in a room and saying, he did that, she did that. Yeah. It isn't like a therapy session because I think maybe that's what initially people might think kind of it's like a negotiating therapy kind yes. of thing. But when it comes down to it, it's facts. It, it is. It's and facts. facts and future yeah. and a little bit about the past. Yeah. I had one matter years and years ago where the lady had written out um, a couple of pages and of stuff she wanted to say to her ex who had not spoken a word to her since the day they left. Oh, and wow. She had a lot to so say. Hard. And I said, I really don't think we're going to be able to do that. But the mediator said, she she said to the media, I've got something to say. And the mediator said, okay. And it was um, awkward for us sitting there while she laid it all out to her husband. He didn't, poor thing was ambushed by it. He didn't know what to say. Oh, wow. But she felt so much better. Okay. And we were able to resolve things. So maybe you won't be able to say it to your ex, but maybe you can write it down and just be the betrayal, the anger, mm. what you've been trying to build up. You know. And and what we always say, and we, we give you a step-by-step process on mm. how to prep for this mediation, what you can do for yourself as well. So you go in there knowing what to expect on the day. But I think definitely pair mediation with psychology session or yes. a, a hangout with your friends before and after, yeah. pre-plan some self-care activities yeah. so that you are okay. Because it, you go, oh yeah, we've got mediation. Doesn't sound anywhere near as scary as court, yes. but it is a lot more draining because it's you having yes. to think and negotiate. You do, you do all the work. The lawyers don't do as like the lawyers still do work, but it's it's up to you. Whereas in a courtroom, yes. it's up to the judge. You're a passenger. Yeah. Yes, because the the lawyers will. If you do your own preparation, the lawyer doesn't have to do much. You can go, of course, without a lawyer. Yeah. But it is very draining. And here's the thing: even if you settle on mm. the day, even if everything gets resolved on the day, you walk out. It's a weird feeling because Mm. you've just spent months, usually, intensively sort of wondering what's going to happen to everything, preparing for it, and it's kind of been there all the time. But when you walk out, Mm. if you've settled it, it's gone and this huge weight lifts off your shoulder. And some people kind of find that quite shocking for a while to get their head out because, you know, once you've resolved the property or the children or whatever the dispute is, then the relationship really is over. Mm, because yeah. there's, yes. Because it's not over technically in some people's minds until it's signed, dotted, and yes. you don't have to, oh, can I have that third teapot? Yes. And can I come around and pick up yeah. this camper van or tarp? Yeah. So um, when it comes to the mediation part. So yeah. um, obviously this isn't the nitty gritty episode. Um, mm. You can do the course if you want to learn how yep. to set get yourself set up for that. Yeah. But when it comes down to the end of mediation, just so people know what they're coming up to or what they might yeah. go through, can you have another one? Uh, generally the court won't provide you with the second one like at court orders, but you can have uh, several mediations if it's successful, if so it's So if helpful. you get like halfway, nearly agree yes. to everything and that you think, oh, look, we could probably we could probably sort this out if we had an extra six hours or another two yeah. hours. Yeah. 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 So uh, some people do that in a session. I've got a bit of an idea though that it, 
in my experience, a mediation will expand to fill the time it's got. Uh, and then uh, the pressure of time will force people to nail down those last two things. Whereas if they think, okay, this isn't my last throw of the dice, I'll have another mediation in two months. Um, mm. th- th- there's there's two problems with that. One is it takes away the the intensity of that first mediation. Mm. The second one is if you know you've got another mediation coming up, I think people stop trying to negotiate in the ordinary way. So you might solve most things at mediation and then you can fix the rest with letters. Mm. You know, look, mm. And you write to them and say, look, I, we agreed on this. Is the only things outstanding are these. How about we do this? So yeah. ha- the only things outstanding are the Christmas holidays. What about we do week about um you know, each year or what about we do three weeks at a time. So just put some options. If you know you've got another mediation, some people feel like they shouldn't keep talking until the next mediation. I said there were two problems. There's actually a third. Oh, what's the third problem? Cost. Oh, true. Mediation can be very expensive. So you're going to be paying for the mediator. Mm. Even if you haven't got a lawyer, you're usually paying for the mediator um, if it's before court. If you go to one of the Relationships Australia or one of the, is there a family relationships uh, centres, Sometimes they will give you more than one session, mm-hmm. and they're not that expensive. So they, I think, I think Relationships Australia does it based on your wage. They do. They charge yeah. you. A, last okay. time I looked, they charge you based on your wage. But they will. They may offer for children uh, a couple of sessions to mm. help people come through. I think that's more helpful if people have just separated. Mm. But you know, just in general, like the pure mediation model is there's a box. You you devote yourself, the other person devotes himself, the mediator devotes himself for that time mm. just to this problem. And you never get that. Yeah. Anyone who's got a lawyer will know, you know, you ring your lawyer up and, and you are one of several matters that they're looking after. Um, and But when you're in a mediation, if you've ever tried to bring your lawyer and they can't talk to you because they're in a mediation, that's because Everyone just focuses on your that problem. one client, that and one. so so the so a mediation is your golden moment it is. to have all the brains yep. and all the energy and time. Have your your ex paying attention, yep. you're paying attention, everyone's paying attention. That's when you can get it sorted. Mm. So that's important to know. Mm. Let's talk about the different personality divorce types okay. and, and how they affect the mediation. Right. So if you've got uh, an amicable ex, yes. you guys split up, everything's okay. Uh, you all kind of do your own disclosure, which we haven't even touched on at all. No, no. But that there are, yeah. there are episodes you can go listen to on disclosure. I'll put them in the yes. show notes. So you so you've all done your disclosure. You sit down. Is there anything an amicable separation needs to do separate differently, or you th- need to point out for? Me? If you're separated or about to be, and you need to get everything finalised and sorted, but you don't know what to do next. Or you're looking for a way to do your own divorce and settlement without spending thousands of dollars on lawyers, then you already know what you need to do, and that is to sign up and become a member of the DIY Divorce Blueprint. Empower, educate, and equip yourself with the legal know-how and the tools you need to get divorced or de facto separated and finally set. Work through this course at your own pace without feeling confused, lost, scared, or overwhelmed of all the family law legal jargon and processes. Let us walk with you through this journey and show you a better way. Uh, I think the the only one I would say is that, in my experience, the ones that I think are going to be easy mm. because the parties aren't far apart often 
aren't like that at all. Right. Because if you're amicable on everything else and there's a sticking point, mm -hmm. uh, then I don't think you count oh, a person true. as amicable if you go into mediation and that's the dispute you're having. Right. So it, there might be a line in the sand that someone's drawn and, yeah. That's so hard. It is hard. It is hard. So so don't go in thinking this will be easy. Yes. And ask yourself with an amicable person, probably with anybody, Laura, if you're putting an offer to the other side, you don't want them to take it as an insult because mm. of their point of view. So I always ask myself, how is this going to look to the other side? Is there a reason why my ex won't accept this? Mm. And what can I put in that would help him yeah. accept it or her accept it? Yeah. And I think it's that mindset that needs to change because I think when when you're going into mediation, it's all about, I want this and I deserve that. And I, yes. and, and look, totally get that yep. feeling because, yeah, you're like, well, I was in this relationship. I deserved some yep. compensation. And, and how and dare they? But if you change your mindset for the day to, how can I convince them? How yes. can I, what, what, what are they thinking? What needs need to be met yes. to get them across the line yeah. to get the end goal that you yeah. want? But you've got to change that attitude just for the day, which would be so hard. So go see a psychologist. Well, yes. <laughs> but you know what? It's probably how you got along in the marriage. True, you know, true. How do I, how do I make this so that this person will accept it? Or what is it about this that's going to make them burr up? Because mm. the the worst thing you can do is put something in that you know is going to trigger, mm, yeah. and and all the hard work is undone. Uh, yes. So. Okay. All right. So that's amicable. Mm. Um, what about avoidance? So, it, like, getting them to mediation might be the tricky it's a bit part. of a miracle. Yeah. So, so an avoidant person in the process of mediation, if you write them a letter and say, "Let's do mediation," or you mm. get the letter saying, "Let's do mediation." How many times does a does a mediator usually try to get them to come along? Okay, so uh, if it's a letter from them, you mm -hmm. you assume they are coming. Yeah, uh, the me mediators often they'll ring one or two times, mm -hmm. and then if it's not going to fly, it's not going to fly. Okay. Mediation has to be consensual at that early stage. Everyone has to agree. Yeah, otherwise. It's like not in the family court one. No, but, not in the family court one, but, but before you go to court. Yeah. yeah. And it's like kind of dragging a 14 year old girl to some somewhere and saying, You've got to have fun. Mm. <laughs> They're not going They're to. They're not going to. And and he's he or she's not going to mediate if they've been dragged there because mm. they're not wanting the best out of it. And you're wasting your money, I okay. think. Yeah. All right. So, so you just, that might have to wait until the court orders it. And or, then, or you make it painful for them. Mm. You know, you know, what I'm saying is think what you've got that you can, this is general education only, but what is it that you can use to persuade them to come? Mm. You know, we need to sort this out because. Yeah. So I've got my mediator. The mediator is going to bring you, we need to do this because and mm. think of something that's helpful for them and, and you know, just come along. Otherwise, I'm going to have to go to court or Otherwise, well, we point this yeah. out a lot. It's usually the ex that isn't doing anything or and mm. isn't even trying to lift a finger towards mm. mediation or settling anything, usually is in a comfort. They're too comfortable. And yes. it's usually the one that's wanting it is the person who either isn't in the house, doesn't have enough mm. money, or they, you know, all these needs, all the sorting out needs to happen so they can move on with their lives. And the other person is usually sorting out doesn't need to happen for them to move mm. on. Although, um, there is that, that reluctance to mm. do stuff, which is the true avoidant person. Uh, sometimes it, they're motivated by fear. 
Right. They're really scared about mm. what the outcome might be. Yeah. And and um, they don't want to face it. Well, look, and it is scary because when mm. you think about it, if you're going to mediation, you're deciding on splitting up half of the assets or, you know, more or less than half the assets. Yep. So you are pretty much chopping off half of your assets you and cut, you're cutting off your arm and your yeah, leg. We call and, it, well, I, I prefer to think of it as you've got a cake yes. and you're dividing it up and you're yeah. only going to end up with some of the cake. Yeah, you're only going to get some of the cake. You're never going to get all of the cake again. And that's so hard yeah. because it's, a, I mean, money, like emotional relationship aside. Yeah. Um, but even with children, you know, you, you're you're going to be not seeing your kids all the time. Yeah. And you're you know you're going to have to restart your your you financial yeah. life and restart your family life and and sitting down and deciding on which part of the you know leg you're going to cut off or arm you're going to cut off would be hard. I get that. Yeah. Like I really do get that. Yeah. Like I think that's super hard. Um, and I think that's a a, a mental bit that everyone has to go through and go, well, look, this is going to happen yeah. whether I kick and scream with yes. my eyes shut and my ears covered and I won't get anything that I want in any way. Or you or, may or you may not. Or I'm better off at least being involved try in to be, deciding yep. which arm on leg to cut off. I, I prefer the cake. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yes, it's, it's something that needs to be done business-like way, Yeah, I think. You've really yeah. got to. And, Such and a big a, ask, Mum, there's a to finality. be business-like when it's your yeah, entire I know. marriage and children and money and I just, I know. it's just hard. I get, I get why people are avoidant for it. Yep. I do understand. And, you know, there used to be a philosophy that people shouldn't be sent to mediation until they were emotionally ready. And these new procedures mm. don't take much account of that. Yes. Uh, like our poor lady who was in mediation within four days. That's the mediator crazy. should not have done that, yeah. to be honest. That's they should crazy. have said this isn't appropriate. Mm. Right. Okay, so that's avoidant. Yeah. So basically go and get some help and think you've got to you've got to get your head right. You really yes. and, and our module in the divorce course DIY blueprint is called mediation mindset. And it is. It's, your it's mindset. a mind you got to set your mind right and go, look, they're gonna cut off my arm, I'll at least get to choose which arm. Can we move on? I'm sick of arms <laughs> okay. and legs. I'm All worried. Right. The next don't any, anyone ever cut off arms and legs. No, just, we're no, not saying that. Okay. Yeah. So the next one is manipulative and controlling. And yes. and look, if you've got one of those people, definitely go and listen to can I really mediate with a narcissist because yes. a lot of people say you can't we reckon you can so mum reckons you can yeah, and she I was reckon. a qualified she is a qualified mediator yes and yes. and she does mediations still um, she's trying to pull herself out of not doing mediations yes. <laughs> but so she's i'm still... attending more on behalf of people than running a mediation these days yeah but yes yeah, so i think that um you do have to have that right mindset manipulative i can't still can't see it we're doing this Early in the morning, yes, so <laughs> very early in the morning. Uh, manipulative uh, and controlling people uh, think they can use the arena of a mediation to dominate and, and get what they want. And any mediator worth their salt is going to stop that. They're going right. to work that out. But whatever their motive is, and, and if you've just escaped from a relationship with a person like that, you'll be like, Hang on a minute. I can see what's going on here. This is what they used to do to me before. I'm not having any of that. <laughs> but we, I always say, look, you've you've gone through this far. You've probably had children with this person. You've lived with this person. You've created a relationship with this person. Whatever it is you did to survive being in a relationship with that person, it won't hurt to keep going 
for a little bit longer just to get what you want. So you kind of turn the game on them, yeah. you know, particularly if they think you're the same person that you used to be and you've had your counselling, you you know what they're up to. Yes. You can let them think it, that they're winning again, you know, but yeah. just be aware. And this is where you're in, in our course, the things that we've done, we've talked about a couple of times, but for people who can't afford the course or don't mm. do the course, it's a timeline we do up, you need to do up and you need to get all your assets and you need to work out. If it's kids, you need to like have an idea of what days they go to, well, of course, you know what day yeah, they go to footy have and all of that. Down. Have it written down. And and I say take a calendar, don't I, to take, yeah. if it's about children. Mm-hmm. Take your calculator and uh, know what you're supposed to be, what you think you're entitled to. And then a manipulative and controlling person can do all they like, but you're on a particular path and mm-hmm. whatever their motivation, um, and if they think they're having one over you but you're you're fine, you, you've got the clarity of what you want, mm. let them do it. Let them do it. Yes. And and don't be upset if you don't settle. Yeah. Here's the thing about manipulative and controlling mm. people is our, our listeners will only identify that person as manipulative and controlling when they're no longer under their spell. Yeah. So, so you might you not may, notice. Well, you you'll if you are no longer under their spell, you're awake to their rubbish. Yeah. And if you're still under their spell, you're probably thinking, oh, I think it's going to be amicable. Mm. So, yes, so there's a, there's a cognizance or a, an understanding that your ex has these traits that protects you from them because yes. you're awake up to their nonsense. Yes. Yeah. But you might not realise that yet if you think they're if amicable. you think they're amicable. And they're not. Yes. So just. Well, and there's lots of relationships that do have amicable divorces. Yeah. But there are a fair few, and we do an episode on that called yeah. Amicable in, in Sheep's Clothing. Or yeah. Wolf's in, Clothing. Uh, yes. I think we'd have, yeah. we have Amicable in Wolf's Clothing because there's that test mm. to tell if, if it's really amicable. Yes. And that is just say no to something. Yeah. And see if they're still amicable. Yeah. And a lot of people know in their hearts that if they say no, that. The other person's going to go ballistic, so and it's not amicable. The you're reason, being bullied. The reason that it's amicable is because you're doing everything they say. Yes, so yeah. it's not a proper negotiation. Yes, so you need to make sure that you're not falling for that in the mediation because yeah. the mediation is really important for ask, your future. Yeah, ask your friends um, oh, that's a good or, one. or a sort of a wise sister what they think about the relationship because a lot of people after separation – your, your mates come out and go, oh, I'm so glad. I thought that was terrible. I remember how this person used to talk to you and da da. So, you know, they probably have clearer eyes mm. about it mm. because who wants to know that they've been living a, a lie? Yeah, no, no. Mm. It's so hard. Yeah. Okay, and the last one, mum, is high conflict. What yeah. what high conflict and mediation sounds like it's going to be a fireworks show. <laughs> so you you'd know if you're listening, you'll know if you guys are high conflict because yes. you're fighting all the time yes. and and you can't even agree on one simple little thing, which you know it, and and I I do feel like the court and mediators they really rouse on couples a lot about being high conflict. But I want people to know that sometimes high conflict doesn't mean. It doesn't take two to tango. Sometimes, sometimes. But if you're in a situation where someone's not being genuine. But look, honestly, if you both just are coming from completely different aspects and don't see eye to eye and Mm. separate – there's no harm in that. That's the reason you separated. That's right. (laughs) So you're doing the right thing. Mediation used to be called 
ADR, Alternative Dispute Resolution. Right. And then they changed the language to the Primary Dispute Resolution. But whatever way you cut it, there's dispute in the middle. That's if you're true. Con- if you've got conflict, um, there's degrees dispute. of conflict. It's a dispute. And you might be not too bad on some issues and other issues you're dagger drawn. The mediator's prepared for that. Right. And uh, it's, it's, that's what it's for. So the mediator, and, and we've talked about uh, mm. in one of our other mediation episodes and in our course, the tactics that mediators use and, and their, their process on how to mm. get, get an agreement and how to sort that out. And we try and talk you through that in the course. But there are ways around yeah. high conflict. Yep. Well, the really, when I used to do them, in the same room, mm. and you've got a oh, whiteboard. Did you, you think, wear a bulletproof vest? No. <laughs> think, what do we agree on? So I would write the day of the week. So it's Wednesday, this date, and that was fine. And we're here about children. Once people start to like, they start formulate. Agreeing. Yep, and and all it needs is a uh, both of you to have um, an honest intention to yes. try to sort things out. Yeah, and and you have to have if you've got someone in there who has no intention mm. of settling things, then you'll, you'll notice it um, as a mediator and also, I guess, as the lawyers um, will notice it because you make what seems like a proper compromise mm. and then they come back with something different. Mm. Oh, but what about that? I want the trampoline at my house. What about the dog? Like It's like, I always say, it's like uh, Don Bradman, that famous cricketer, he practised with a cricket bat and a ball against an old galvanised iron tank mm. because the ball would go off in every direction. And and that's sometimes when you've got that effect where you can't predict what the, the next end. offer will be or what offer you should make, um, then there's a chance they're just loving the fight mm. and they don't want to settle it. The nice thing about a private mediation is both, both parties pay, Yes, right? And so there's an investment, a financial investment there, mm. and that tends to focus people's minds. So money sometimes can be a motivation yeah, for sometimes. everybody to settle. Well, they pay, yeah, they're genuine. If if you're in the court and the court orders you off to mediation with someone from the court, mm. like they have uh, mediators up on in Queensland anyway, up in the higher levels mm. of the building and, and in every registry around Australia, Um then the extra incentive for a high-conflict person to resolve is that the person from the court, whether it's a registrar or or a, uh, there might be a child expert as well, they report back to the judge mm. about whether you made a genuine attempt. Right. And, and uh, they're, not, they're not as, I, I think they're a bit more directional. Mm-hmm. We used to call it facilitative. They, they like, tell you what, what they are thinking and, yeah. and they sort of, tell you if you're being silly and they'll tell the other person if, if they're being silly. So it's silly. a bit different to a mediation outside a court. That's where right, where the mediator is trying to just, yeah, it doesn't boss you. Mm. Mm. So so I think the aim of this episode was really to talk about, you know, what mediation is, what you might be facing, being prepared for it. And, and really when it comes down to it, Mum, everything we've talked about, mm. even though there's the nitty-gritty prep work and everything like that and there are other episodes you can listen to and you can definitely do our course and yep. do all the paperwork, mm-hmm. do all the worksheets and get it all prepared, but it doesn't matter if you do all that work if, if you don't have your head in the right space and yes. you're not ready to to do it. To do it. I think that you you've got to walk in to mediation with 
as many of the unknowns sorted as you can. And in fact, probably all of your unknowns sorted so that you are very clear, probably like never before in your relationship, mm. you can sit down and say, well, our our cash assets are this many dollars and this many cents. Mm-hmm. Our house is worth this much today and here's the mortgage today. So so you actually could sit down and I don't reckon I could do that about my life at no. the moment well, that's, and say exactly think, what my dollar value is. Yeah, and uh, I, th- I think not many people can do that hardly ever unless they're one yeah. of those really budgety, clever, like financial yes. heads with spreadsheets and yes. stuff. That's, I think, one of the biggest hurdles is is doing that hard work Yep. Having it all there, your yep. whole life, life with with proof laid out on paper in front of you. Yes, and then have the right mindset to to be able to settle and come up with a solution. Uh, but the the payoff, the payoff of that is you avoid mm. court, you avoid the legal fees of prep for court, all the documents, all the affidavits, mm-hmm. all the subpoenas. All of that doesn't the happen. Delay, the delay. And which, the continued fighting, which doesn't really help. And then leaving it up to a judge. Yes. So if you're sitting on the couch right now and you're still at that point where you've just decided who's moving out and who's taking which car and who's taking Johnny to soccer on Monday, I don't want this episode to overwhelm you, but I want you to know that this is what you are going to be coming into. Yep. And and it, it it can be done. Yep. And often someone will just say to you, are you prepared to go? This is a lawyer rings up. Are you prepared to go to mediation? <laughs> they go, what's mediation? Yeah. So now you've got <laughs> now that you know. information. It's in your back pocket and yes. you go, oh, yeah, I know what that is. Yes. Absolutely. What a great idea. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And and I my like if you can do it safely. Yeah. And that's right. And I think every situation is different. You always have to go get legal advice from a lawyer. Yeah. Um, and, you know, this is just us educating you on what, what the process is, what's going to happen, uh, what could happen and what you might be facing. Um, I'm going to put those episodes in the show notes. Yep. Yep. And and so one last, you normally ask me if I've got one yes, last what, tip. Yes, mum, one last thing oh, to, to our listeners well, today. thank you for asking. To the poor darling hearts that are out there sad and yeah, and and stressed and freaking out. What have you got to say to them, Mum? Yeah, there's a lot of waiting in mediation when they do a shuttle mediation because it seems like the mediator is with you for five minutes and seems to be half an hour with the other mm. person. Mostly, that's just perception. Mm. So a lot of waiting. So take some snacks, take some water, take a book to read. Yeah. Candy yeah. Crush if you're desperately a if you're anxious. Thing, a yeah, thing. Candy Crush is a biggie um, or something like that. But but be prepared for those down times yes. and take something to ease your anxiety a little bit. Mm, yeah. yeah. Don't you don't mean to have pills. Breakfast. You mean like a toy take or – Take a toy yourself. Don't make medic- <laughs> no, don't have a swig of anything. No, no. No, that would be really bad. Yes, but, but yes, the waiting can really affect people. Yeah. And yeah. so um, you don't have to be kind of on all all the day. Most yeah. mediations will take a whole day. Yeah. And you don't have to be formulating other offers and doing adding up in between. Right. So I you think can just take chill. Some, just take a little mental break. Just take a chill. Okay. Because yeah. you would have done all that hard work to get all the information yeah. together. So you're ready. You're ready. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you've seen a psychologist, got your head around what you're going to be facing and what you what arm or leg you're going to cut off. <laughs> Sorry, Mum. <laughs> but that's what it feels like. And then, mm. and then moving on, moving on with, you know, just, just getting on with it and knowing that you won't have to leave it up to some random judge in you a courtroom know. that you don't know yeah. and paying them lots of money, paying the lawyers, lots <laughs> paying of money. lawyers lots of money to get a decision you might not be happy with. Yeah. So, right. Mum, we have had 
uh, some wonderful reviews. Yes. And excitingly so, we also have Spotify reviews that you can write now. So in if you're listening on Spotify, there is a question. It usually says, what do you either if if I get a chance to change it, I put it to something else. But mum, it says, what did you think about this episode? Oh, yes. And then I'm trying to put some polls up on Spotify as well. So you can actually vote in a poll about whatever the question is that we ask. Oh, be kind. Yeah. <laughs> but what, what I'm going to be doing now is instead of just looking at Apple reviews, yeah. we're also going to be looking at Spotify reviews and we're going to be choosing one every month like we've been doing mm-hmm. and one lucky person gets to have chatsies with you. Mm-hmm. So what I would like now is to read, uh, I'm reading one from Apple today, but from moving forwards, if you write us a review in Spotify in the thing where it says, what did you think about this episode? Or maybe we've put a different question. If you can write a lovely review there, uh, you'll go in for a chance to be Talk to, to chat to mum. Yeah. So today's yeah. review, this one is called Thank You, Thank You, Thank You. And it is by Moomy Nick via Apple Podcasts, and she wrote this on the 30th, of, or he wrote this on the 30th of the 6th. Oh, okay. So these ladies do this podcast for free, and it is so insightful. I listen to every episode and feel so much more positive, empowered, and supported. I recommend 100% and am deeply grateful, which was so lovely. Thank you. We do, we do have some great other episodes, great other reviews uh, for example, so deeply grateful I would be a complete basket case without this podcast, which is, I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, but yes, yeah, so definitely if you are Moom Nick by Apple Podcast Review, you can send us an email at thedivorcecoursepodcast at gmail.com and we will sort out a uh, chat with uh, mum. Looking forward to talking to you. <laughs> so if you are interested, definitely go pop pop a review on Spotify or on Apple. And also we have got our webinars coming up very, yes. very soon. So if you're listening to this episode and you have not registered for our webinar for Australia, mm-hmm. definitely go and register. Go to www.thevorsecourse.com.au and click on reserve our seat. Okay. Yep. And I think too, by writing a review, doesn't it help our podcasts go up in the charts? That's right. And I think that because people don't talk about divorce mm. in their polite, they in polite society usually it's only amongst ourselves and other people going through it. Um, you might be helping someone, yes, uh, to get to hear about it who desperately needs some support. Yeah, yeah. Or so, if you know someone who's going through it, let them know about this yeah, podcast. Click it over to them because yes. it seems to help, and yes. and that's what we're here to do. That's what our aim is to take away some of the darkness, mm. shine a torch in there, and go. You're going this way, guys. Yes, <laughs> and there's the end. And don't be afraid. You've yeah. got this. So. Um, love to everybody who's been listening and love to everybody who's written us a review. Yep. I do read them all out to mum. We had one the other day that was sent to us in Instagram and it made us both cry. Oh, it did. So I can't thank no. everybody enough for letting us know that what we're doing matters because yep. we're doing it because we want to make everybody have a have a, a really good, well, we want to make it better for everyone, we don't do, we? Darling. Don't start crying. No. <laughs> All right. right. Hopefully, we'll see you at our webinar. And if not, uh, we will see you in the future. Don't next podcast. In the next podcast. Thanks, Mum. Thanks for your time. Okay. Bye, everyone. If you found this podcast helpful, we'd love it if you could rate, review, and subscribe. By doing so, you are spreading the word to help someone else just like you. Lynn would like to remind you that this podcast is general advice only, and you should always get legal advice in relation to your particular situation. And remember that the Australian laws may have changed since recording.